Welcome, beautiful soul, to the Stars Are Calling You podcast. I'm Danielle Lantieri, an ITA energy medicine practitioner, intuitive empath, and spiritual writer, here to bridge the gap between science and spirituality. In this space, we deep dive every week into topics designed to help you awaken, align, self-heal, and transform. I believe the stars have called you to this podcast for a reason. Let's dive in and find out why. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome or welcome back. Today, I want to open up a compassionate discussion surrounding healing our relationships with food, exercise, and body image. So many of us beautiful souls struggle with this, and I'm feeling extremely called to speak up on it at this time as well as share a little bit of my experience with anorexia. My hopes is that you leave here today feeling inspired to heal any offset pertaining to this topic, and you leave with a greater appreciation for your mind, body, and soul. I must start today by saying that I am not a doctor, dietitian, or psychologist, so I can only speak based on my own experience and with the wisdom I have gained through it so please seek professional help if you feel called to do so. I will not be spending a great amount of time talking about my eating disorder experience, what caused it, what it looked like, and how I recovered, because that can be triggering to those struggling, and that information is not needed for the essence of this talk, which is healing. What I will be talking about is why I am so happy now, as someone who is fully recovered, and why I would never go back to restriction and compensation and comparison, no matter what my body looks like. Today, I want to talk about balance and self-love and hopefully offer those of you who are struggling with food or body image a new perspective and encouragement to heal. But first, I do want to explain the timeline of my disorder and my recovery as a little background, but without going into too much detail. So, from high school to my freshman year of college, that is when I struggled with anorexia. And from my freshman year of college through my gap year from college, which happened to line up with COVID quarantine, that was when I was in recovery. And then the end of my gap year to now, I consider myself fully recovered. Not that I don't get thoughts every once in a while that are negative about my body. I definitely do, like I'm sure most people unfortunately do as well. There are some times when I eat a big meal and feel bloated and get self-conscious from it, like I'm sure a lot of people unfortunately do as well. And I think that those things are considered normal in our society, and I want to denormalize them, and I want to make those things something that we move farther and farther away from. So what I have learned and how I feel now and why my recovery was the best thing for me, that is what I want to talk about. So the first thing is, is that gaining weight has caused me to gain my life back. When I was ill, I lost my period, I was moody all the time, I was losing my hair, I had brain fog, I was always tired. There was a cap on how happy I could feel because I was so malnourished. I was easily triggered, I almost ruined relationships, and I was the complete opposite of in alignment. I was starving not only my body, but my mind and my soul. But the more I challenged those thoughts and the more I ate food and the more love I shared for myself, the more energy I had to do the things that I loved to do that I didn't even know I loved to do, like surf and rock climb 
and snowboard and belly laugh and be spontaneous and go out to eat with friends and go on vacations and trips without feeling anxious. I now no longer spend every single second of my day thinking about food and worrying about my next meal, which has opened up the mental capacity for me to engage more in my classes, to create my own business, to form meaningful relationships, to read books and really delve into them. By recovering, I was able to fall into alignment. I was able to align with my purpose. I was able to manifest with ease and clarity. I was able to form relationships with people who lift me up and inspire me. I was able to lift up and inspire others. Right now, I am so happy and balanced and aligned and motivated and grateful, and I do not care at all what my body looks like because I would never give up this feeling of true recovery, of true love and acceptance of the self for anything. Not an Instagram photo, not a boy, not a waistline, not a number on a scale. None of that, none of that matters compared to the true joy and balance I feel within. I would never jeopardize that again. So some things I've learned through my recovery journey that I want to extend to you to hopefully help you heal if you are someone who is struggling is number one, I want you to start a practice, something that you can make habitual every single day that signifies your choice to recover. Whether that be waking up and journaling affirmations or making a pros and cons list. Really anything that aligns with you that you think you can be consistent with. But one of the practices that I think really caused me the most healing is this practice of looking yourself in the mirror and looking at yourself in the eyes for a few moments, taking a deep breath, loosen your limbs, extend your belly, take deep abdominal breaths, don't suck anything in, don't hold anything back. Look at yourself in the mirror, sit there, sit with yourself, and then look yourself in the eyes and from the depths of your soul say, I see you, I love you. I appreciate you. I am grateful for you. I am sorry. That gives me chills just thinking about when I would sit there in front of the mirror and I would say that and I would just start to cry because those words were exactly what my soul and my body has been desperately trying to get me to say. And at first, I didn't believe them with my full heart, but then after a while, I got to a place where I would say it and not only would I believe it, But I would look forward to that energetic hug I would get for myself whenever I said those words and I meant them. Another thing I recommend that you do if you are on your body image and food and exercise healing journey is to change your perspective and your mindset. Mindset is everything. The thoughts you think create your reality. So change your perspective. Eat to fuel and nourish your body, not to manipulate it. Work out to feel empowered and energized and strong. Move your body to release endorphins and to feel happy and joyful. Find the balance of living and eating in a healthy way without swinging too far to one side or the other. Look at other people's bodies, not with envy or comparison, but with love. Look at your own body with love and appreciation, not negativity. Something that I do to this day whenever I feel maybe like I don't love my body as much as I should, is when I'm in the shower and I'm washing myself, I take the soap and with every place that I wash, I express gratitude and love for it. And you can just say, I love you, thank you, all over every part of your body. Or you could say, I love you, I thank you for, 
and then insert whatever it is that body part does. So recently I've been working on building more strength because through my recovery, I didn't really focus on exercising other than just the normal healthy amount that every person should do. But I didn't push myself very hard because I didn't want to go from food restriction to an unhealthy addiction to exercise and working out. So I was really gentle with myself and I did a lot of more like yoga, Pilates, some gentle stuff. But now I feel like I'm in a space where I don't view food and exercise as things to manipulate my body, but things to help me flourish and enjoy life to its fullest. So I've been strength training a lot more. And because of that, my body has changed. And I had to come up against sitting with that. And it was a little uncomfortable at first to see my body change, but now I'm so grateful for the new muscle and strength that I have. So when I was going through that transition and I was a little triggered by the new body I was in that was a little bit bigger than I was used to, was as I would wash my legs, I would say, I'm so grateful for my strong and powerful legs that help me surf and snowboard and hike and give me endurance to go long distance. All of these things that my legs did for me, they helped me walk to go places. My arms, thank you for helping me rock climb and to give hugs and to mix when I'm baking. All the things that my arms did that I'm grateful for. And that really did help me. It was a spiritual practice. I found myself looking forward to it because when I stepped out of that shower and I looked in the mirror as I'm dripping wet and I'm completely naked, I felt nothing but love for myself. And I think that is all due to that practice of intentionally thinking every body part, especially as you touch it. So much energy is transmuted through the senses. Another tool you can use on your healing journey is opposite actions and exposure therapy. So if there are things that trigger you, like not working out one day, or eating certain foods, or not knowing what's on the menu before going out to a restaurant, if any of these things make you feel anxious or scared, those are maladaptive feelings, and those should be challenged through opposite actions. So if you're anxious with skipping a workout day, then skip a workout and sit in the uncomfortableness of it and catch your thoughts that come up and then positively reframe them. It's going to feel uncomfortable at first, but all growth and change feels that way. And you need to push through that feeling in order to come out on the other side, healed, recovered, better, more aligned, whatever it is your intention is for this practice. Exposure therapy works in the same way. That is when your anxiety is a little more intense, and so you need to build up little steps to working towards exposing yourself to that fear. So let's say eating a donut or having a meal out where you eat really greasy foods like a burger and fries or whatever it is that makes you uncomfortable and you feel like you can't challenge it outright through opposite actions like just doing it or just not doing it, whatever it is, then what you would do is you would do incremental steps to get you there. So if skipping a workout makes you so anxious, you just cannot even fathom doing it, that's okay. You're in this space right now. Do not judge yourself. Love yourself in this area of your life. And then maybe go to the gym for 10 minutes less. And every time you go to the gym on Wednesdays, you go to the gym for 10 minutes less until eventually you don't go to the gym on Wednesdays. You got there. You got to the goal of doing opposite actions, but it just took you a few extra steps and that's okay. And so let's say there's a meal that makes you really anxious to eat. Well, pick apart the elements of the meal that scares you and then eat only one element as like a side for your dinner one night. And then in another few days, add two of those aspects of the meal into a meal that you feel comfortable eating until eventually you are eating the meal that scared you. 
And you would do that over and over again for all of your fears. And it may take some time, but eventually you'll find that they no longer cause you anxiety, you're no longer scared of them, and you're able to implement these things into your daily life like it's nothing. And that, my friend, is true freedom. I know it seems like everyone is engaging in these maladaptive behaviors and thinking this way, wanting to manipulate their body, talking about being so self-conscious, especially as the warm weather approaches, which can make this behavior seem normal or okay. But in actuality, it is anything but. Compromising your health and your joy to look a certain way or to have a certain amount of control is the opposite of alignment. Alignment is self-love, connection with your divine feminine, spontaneity, freedom, joy, appreciation, a clear mind, an open heart, a sense of adventure, a desire to create, a desire to serve others. It is not restriction and self-deprecation. And you cannot solve your confidence and self-love and balances with starvation, restriction, and overexercise. Instead of trying to manipulate what you look like in order to feel more comfortable, get to the root cause about why you feel uncomfortable as your authentic self. For example, for me, my root cause of anorexia was not wanting to be seen or take up space. I wanted to be as small as possible, not from a vanity perspective, but due to being outcasted and due to a specific trauma that I experienced in my adolescence that caused me to not want to be seen. And I had to work on that offset while I was working on the food and exercise at the same time. If you don't heal the root, it will just manifest as another offset. So find your root, find the root cause, and work on healing it while you also work on challenging your maladaptive thoughts and behaviors, whether that's through opposite actions, exposure therapy, affirmations, mindset shifts, and perspective changes. Another thing I want to note is no one is noticing your insecurities or what you perceive as flaws because they are also hyper-focused on their own perceived insecurities and flaws. No one is giving your eating habits or your appearance as much thought as you are, not even close. So who cares? Life is about experiences and growth and love and service. Life has nothing to do with societal beauty standards. Your body or how many fries you eat during a night out with your friends is the least interesting thing about you. You are a fractal of source itself. You are the one within the united one. You are infinite. You are unconditional love incarnate. You are not a waistline. That's something that I really had to journal on and integrate into my belief system that the way I look is only important to false belief systems, and to old narratives. They are not actually important. That way of thinking does not align with my truth, does not align with my core essence, and so I reject that mentality. I can see other people comparing or talking about calories or trying to manipulate their body in an unhealthy way, and I send those people love. I say, I'm sorry that you are trapped in this maladaptive mindset, and I send you love to heal that on a deep, energetic level. And then I move on with my life. I cannot get sucked back into that mindset. Not only is it not good, but because of my history. I cannot afford to go back to that place. And so while you're on your healing journey, you might feel called to go back to those maladaptive behaviors and thinking patterns because it's so prevalent in society. And to that, I say stay strong, hold firm in your belief systems, 
and stay true to your core essence. Your soul, your intuition knows what it's right, and it's not restriction. It's not. Another thing I'm feeling called to add in here in case anyone needs a big wake-up call like I did is eating disorders are the mental illness with the highest mortality rate, and that is straight statistics speaking. So please do not be afraid to seek help if you are having trouble healing your relationship with food and your body. The last thing you want is to accidentally spiral into a disorder that could cost you not only your happiness and peace of mind, but also your life. Life is so beautiful and precious, and it is for life that I fought so hard in recovery. Not only for my life, but the life of my future children. When I had amenorrhea, if I continued down the road I was on, I would have risked not being able to have children at all. So if you're someone who is struggling and you need a message to tell you that it's okay to eat and work out in a way that is balanced and healthy, and not in a way that is restrictive and oppressive, this is your message. You cannot complete your soul's mission while constantly stressing and worrying about calories. You cannot experience the true feeling of joy, maybe something like joy, but not true joy. You cannot have a full life on an empty stomach. Let me repeat that. You cannot have a full, rich, joyous life on an empty, hollow stomach. So choose alignment and love and abundance over a vanity metric or a need to feel in control or a desire not to be seen. You are born as the soul that you are in your unique body for a reason. You are meant to feel free and worthy and abundant. You are innately beautiful no matter what. So eat to fuel and nourish your body. Move to feel strong and empowered and to release endorphins and love with an open heart in order to experience all that this existence has to offer. Because you deserve that and so much more. Okay, my beautiful friend, that concludes today's episode of the Stars Are Calling You podcast. I am wishing all of you an abundance of self-love, appreciation, and acceptance. You are divinely worthy of it all. Sending as much light and love as I possibly can to the mic. I'll talk to you soon.